Toy Talk Guys podcast. I'm Strick. And I'm Motel. We're here to bring you everything happening in the world of toys. We're talking action figures, Lego, video games, maybe, and anything else that catches our eye. On today's podcast, we have our quick mentions, of course, and we're going to get into those uh, meteor discussion topics. Uh, McFarland Toys, Lego's on the list, Double G Toys, Mr. Potato Head, got to talk about that guy, NECA, some more Lego, Iron Studios, and then uh, talk some investment stuff at the end there. Uh, and then we'll have our fan involvement, as always, collection updates. Whew, man. As always. <laughs> I hate to call it a laundry list, but it's a fun laundry list, you know? I'll, I'm, yeah, it is a fun laundry <laughs> list. Let's get into it, man. All right, yeah, so we got some quick mentions, and we'll, we'll try to keep them quick this time. And I know we, we tend to call them quick mentions, and there's sometimes not that at all. But we're talking about Playmates. Playmates hasn't been on the cast in a while, man. They, they've got some, some things coming out that I'm actually excited about. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're talking Godzilla, the Zilla. The Zilla. The Godzilla. All right. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> they teased out this past month that they're actually putting out a Jet Jagger figure, or you can pronounce it Jet Jaguar. Jet Strip, Jaguar. I, I, know, I, know, I know you're a fan of Jet Jaguar. I am now, man. I like that name. <laughs> Jet Jaguar. I'm looking at him. He's cool. All right. The only reason I'm excited about this, uh, for people that are totally unfamiliar with Godzilla, um, he is a giant robot kaiju uh in the godzilla film and only in the godzilla film godzilla versus megalon that's the only time he appears he appears very randomly (laughs) and he gets his ass kicked (laughs) (laughs) and for the first time a u.s release of jet jaguar is coming to walmart is coming to a walmart near you so get excited i'm pretty pumped about it This, this thing is so up your alley. Obscure know, character, dude. obscure line. Well, not obscure line. Everybody loves Godzilla, but you know what I mean. Like, Oh, yeah. Get ready, man. It's coming. And that's definitely something I'm going to be picking up. Tight. That is a good one. All right. Uh, yeah, man. I, I had to put this on here as a quick mention. Hamilton. We talked about it last time. <laughs> They're getting the pop treatment, man. Pop vinyls. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? You know, I thought they were out of ideas, but of course not. They're going to they're gonna put Hamilton on here. Yeah, just wanted to mention it quickly because we talked about it last time and I thought it was funny when I saw it. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God we have it. All right. <laughs> the next one is Lego related. Lego leaks, man. Lego, the leaks are coming out. People's accounts are getting canceled because they're just leaking too much. I'm dead serious. I know. <laughs> people, people get canceled all the time. Um, I only really want to mention the Harry Potter 20th anniversary. Can you believe it? 20th anniversary of Harry Potter. I think, I, I don't know what it's the 20th anniversary of. I should have looked that up. <laughs> maybe it's, maybe it's Harry Potter, the movie. I don't know. Um, but anyway, the important thing is that these sets are going to have gold figures, man. You're going to be having your gold Harry Potter. Okay. Like, I feel like that's, companies are just like, just paint it gold, you know? Like, take what we did, paint it gold. Um, uh, yeah, man. So those are coming and I'm going to be after those figs, those specific gold figs. Is that the only thing that's different about them? Otherwise, the set's the same. Uh, they're do- they're doing some like re-releases of the old stuff, you know, done up in a modern, more with more modern bricks and and building techniques. So uh, similar to what they did for twentieth anniversary of Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. So that stuff is coming. I don't know. Later this <laughs> summer. It's leaked, man. It's leaked. Yeah, it's leaked. That's our culture nowadays. It's leaked. So there you go. Quick mentions out of the way. We were quick. That was good. Ready for 21st century action? I think I can handle it. Batman Beyond Action Toys are now at Burger King. Show me everything. You can collect eight toys in all. One with every tasty Burger King Big Kids meal you buy. I'm seeing the bat signal in the sky. We're, we're, we're talking about the Dark Knight here. And we're not. And it's not the Dark Knight you're thinking of. We're talking about Batman Beyond. Mm. Are, are you familiar with Batman <laughs> Beyond at all? I know you had a DVD of it in college and you were like, can we please watch this? And I was like, dude, no, it's like a cartoon show, right? I was like, I do not want to watch that. Yes, so. that's, that was the uh, direct to video uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker that I still have. Yeah, you had to end up watching it with our much nerdier friend in college. Um, yes, 
yes. who who would appreciate it. But <laughs> I'm sure it's cool. I mean, if you like it, I'm sure there's something to it. Oh, dude, I was always attracted to Batman Beyond. Uh, let me first tell our audience what we're getting here. We're getting here a Batman Beyond figure uh, based on the animated series and the comic, which I'm not familiar with. But McFarlane is actually putting out a figure, and mm. it looks really, really good, if you can believe it. I just feel like Batman Beyond doesn't get enough attention uh, nowadays. It was a, uh, a really cool cartoon show that I personally really enjoyed, obviously, you already said. Um, and I'm just, I'm glad to see that we're like getting updated figures. Uh, I know Mattel did one uh, a while back, but now McFarlane's got their hand in it and they're putting out this really nice looking Batman figure. And I guess it's part of a Build-A-Figure line. So you can also, there's also some sort of other Batman figure that comes uh, with with this figure, so oh, I see that. Yeah, apparently they're putting out. There's four figures to collect, and then that completes the build a figure. Whoever that is, um, it's like some with- sort of Joker <laughs> bot, I think is what it's called. Oh, and- wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah, yeah. With this one, you get the torso yeah. and the head, man. That's the no, one you want. And what people are getting really upset about is, I think they're coming out in like two month like releases. So like this figure is going to be out for like two months or something. And then another one's going to release. So it's going to take like... Like 20 years. A, a really long time <laughs> to get the whole figure built. Uh, so that's a little ridiculous. Um, yeah, man. But, I mean, beyond that, no pun intended, the Batman <laughs> looks really good. As you said, like, I tried to get you to watch it in college. Right. Um, th- it, it's it's just something that was sort of, like, really near and dear to me uh, back in the day. Because... I don't. You remember that, like the animated series, the Batman animated series. The oh yeah, yeah, the one bef- that came before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that was like ninety two to ninety five or something like that, and I liked it. I mean, we were that was you know we were young when that was out. Like mm-hmm. I just remember like seeing it on TV, and I was like, oh yeah, nice Batman. That's great. Um, I'll watch Batman, and I kind of always get like the taste of dinner in my mouth because I feel like it was always dinner time <laughs> when that show was on. <laughs> But Taste anyway, some meatloaf while you're like watching I, the Batman. <laughs> like I would watch it and it was fine, but I feel like I was always sort of like there were elements that I was missing because I didn't start from the beginning and I was still young. So I wasn't really remembering everything. Uh, I wasn't following it really closely. Batman Beyond came out in like 99 and I remember seeing like previews for it, like commercials for it and all this advertising for it. And I was like, I was getting to that age where I was like a little older and I could make all these decisions for myself, like what kind of programming I wanted to watch. And I remember just being like, oh yeah, I'm catching that. Like I'm catching that. I'm watching it. That looks really good. And I did. I, I remember, I remember watching it. Um, I would tape it actually. And I, I'd, I'd rewatch it. And then I remember in like two, 2000, uh, Burger King came came out with toys for it so they were like promoting it a lot and i was i was hook line and sinker i was like oh yeah oh yeah here we go (laughs) the batman beyond toys it was really good man it was a good show for those that don't know i'm sure many people do i mean it's basically uh bruce wayne is like super old and he's this he's he's providing all this sage advice to this young uh guy named terry mcginnis who had his father killed as well so he's like bruce wayne's showing him the way to be the new Batman. Hmm. I think it takes place in like 2039 in Gotham, in this Neo Gotham city setting. So it was a really good show. Um, I, I, I can't say, I don't know if I watched all of it as, as a young, as a young man, but uh, like you said, I definitely watched the uh, return of the Joker movie. If, if you don't watch any of the, any of the shows, watch that movie. That movie is fantastic. Uh, you got Mark Hamill uh, returning as the voice of the Joker. The whole movie's great, so I, I would really uh, look into that and treat yourself if you haven't seen that already. But yeah, this figure's coming out. Looks good. It's twenty five bucks. That's that not looks ba- good. It's not bad for what you're getting, I guess. Uh, it's not really something that I'm gonna pick up, but it's it's nice to know that this stuff has ha- still has a fandom. Uh, this this next topic, I, I'm, maybe I should have put this in quick mentions. I don't know if I have a terrible amount to say about it, but I, I figured since it's YouTube related, we might have. Just have a conversation. So what what we're talking about is the very famous Lego YouTuber MNR Productions uh, has been removed from the Lego Ambassador Network. Um, I think he's the first person to ever have this happen. Um, the first person to ever be removed from the program for too many strikes is okay. is I guess what they're officially putting out there. I could go into the full story. He he you know just said stuff on his channel. Lego didn't like it, and they removed him from the program. So that's that's the gist. 
what are your thoughts on this? It's just so I understand. He's providing leaks, right? Of, of, of upcoming sets. Is that right? Uh, I think that's what eventually got him in trouble. But I mean, he, he said things like Lego sucks for this reason. And like, like Lego really didn't like that. Um, and that's stuff that he actually put out there. Like he, he made a, like an explainer video and I honestly, I didn't look too much into it. I was just yes. like, Oh, that's pretty like, that's, that's pretty big news in the YouTube, at least the Lego YouTube world. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not too familiar with what the obligations are of LAN, but I would imagine you can't really say stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't take too kindly to that. So that, I mean, that was what was interesting to me is like, cause I rip on Lego a lot for, for decisions. So I, I kind of, feel for this guy i mean he's part of this program so you sign up for it you you agree to the terms but i I, it seems like he doesn't care that he got kicked out like he he's just like all right good i can say whatever i want now um and he has such a huge following that i guess the land gave him what he needed and now he doesn't need it anymore i I don't know man like i i know like you spout off some leaks here and there but like to be fair like we do this podcast once a month so like by the time you're you know, talking about it on here, it's, it's pretty old. So this, I mean, there's so many people out there and it's the culture that we live in today that just like sit idly by on the computer and are just like, where are the leaks? Where are the leaks? Where are the leaks? There are the leaks. There are the leaks. Let me post it. Gotta post it. Gotta post it. Here are the leaks, everybody. And it's like, okay, great. Like, here's what we're getting two years from now. And then it's like, once it gets here, nobody cares because we've already leaked it. We're the, it's already done. The, the wind is out of the sails of, of this surprise. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I can understand how Legos just like knock it off. Like, it's you're wrecking it. Like, I, I get that. And I don't even know if that's, like, a, the, the biggest part. You, I mean, you said that he said something about Lego being stupid. So I, I know that's not a good light. But, yeah, man, that's just the culture that we live in now. It's like, gotta gotta get the leaks. We're, what's coming? <laughs> what's coming that I shouldn't know? I, I, I'm not supposed to know about this? Then I gotta know about it. I Dude, hate it. well... <laughs> I'm, that you're explaining me, man. I'm, I'm looking for the leaks, like, every day. I'm scrolling through Instagram looking for leaks. Because um, I want to know what's coming. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fine. And you're looking from an aspect or from a perspective of somebody that is looking to where they're going to put their money, like where they're yeah. putting their dollars to invest. Like you're, you're a heavy Lego investor. So I know, you, I know you're looking at it from that angle. So, I mean, I get that, like from respo- re- trying to be responsible with your money and all that. I get that. But if you're just sitting around being like, I got to get a pop on the internet here. I, I got to get some, some retweets. I got to get some follows. I oh, I get, see what you're here saying. Here we go. Yeah. Bang, leak, leak. I leak, mean, leak. I'm not, I'm not posting any of this stuff. I appreciate the people that post it because, like, I'm looking for it. A lot of these people just do it for money at this point, like, and that's why they're getting in trouble because they're trying to monetize in some ways. But some of them are just doing it for fun. I blame, I blame the company, man. Tighten up your freaking leaks, man. Like, stop leaking stuff. It comes from you guys. Like, it gets out somehow. You know, I guess. I, I mean, they're giant companies, and like to post something on the internet is just like so easy. Like, just and discreetly, I'm sure, is so easy when you're that big of a company. The incentives there, like, so you gotta you gotta change a strategy to take away the incentive to do it. So, like, as long as there's people like me that want to know what's coming, and there's people that are willing to leak out of these companies, it's like I can't get I can't get mad at the middleman, and I I hate that the middleman's kind of punished in a lot of cases. It's like, dude, once it's out, I got it on my phone now. Like, I just screenshot them before they get taken down. It's like. It's out, you know? Yeah. I mean, again, I don't I don't know what the obligations are of LAN, but I can imagine Lego doesn't want their stuff leaked. Like, they, this is hearsay at this point that he's presenting, and he's some sort of representative of the company, you know? Like, you have a responsibility. Yeah. In this specific case, yeah. It was, it was no good. I think I didn't, honestly, I didn't look into it too close, but I think he had, like, a decent argument, if I remember, for, like, this stuff was like known really well, like everyone knew it was coming kind of thing when it's like, how can I not talk about it? But yeah, I mean, he broke the rule. So it, it's, it's deserved the removal of land. I don't really even know what land gets you. I think you can get some free sets that they send you, um, which would be pretty tight. But again, like if I was totally not allowed to say like Legos sick, like stickers suck and I really hate them. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I join land, you know? Well, that's the thing you wouldn't then if that's that. And that's your choice. But this dude chose to join land. I, and I, I think there's people on either side and it's actually pretty like a contentious debate in the Lego community. So I just want to put it out there like I, I could see both sides. I could understand the arguments either side. I appreciate his channel. I don't really like him 
all that much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like just like uh, like just the way he presents some of the information and stuff. Like it's just not for me. Like we're different generations. It's it's just not my kind of stuff. But I mean, more power to him. Like he's he's really built a huge community and something I aspire to honestly is like to have a community of that size. So yeah, it sucks for him, but it sounds like he doesn't really care all that much. The Kaiju Commissioner hatched a plan to keep Earth safe from these fiendish freaks. The Kaiju Big Battle. I know you never heard of this. We're talking about <laughs> Double G Toys, exclusive Kaiju Big Battle series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Big Battle series. Yep. I got it. <laughs> yeah, you got it, right? I got it. I'm looking at it. I'm seeing it for the first time ever mm-hmm. in my life. Yep. Well, this has actually been around for a while. Um, these toys have been around for a bit, but the news here is that you're able to pick up these figures uh, now in purple. Uh, I believe before you could pick them up in like tan muscle man, uh, muscle man colors. So uh, that's the news with that. But let's let's be clear on what we're talking about here. These figures are based off of a performance entertainment group that's based out of New York. And this stuff has been going on since like the the, the early 90s. And oh, wow. what what it is is like live action professional wrestling meets kaiju monsters. So it's like wrestlers or, or wannabe wrestlers are dressed up in like kaiju suits and it looks like backyard wrestling. And <laughs> they they put them in a ring and then they put these cardboard buildings all over the ring. Oh, that's so tight. And then they fight each other. <laughs> How did you not know that existed, man? <laughs> the thing is, I did know it existed because uh, it actually used to air back uh, back in the day on G4, that, that video game channel. Mm. And I remember like catching it, like watching it like with my buddies sometimes. And I just, I didn't remember what it was. I didn't know it was like called something. I thought it was like a special or some 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 kind of novelty like bumper in between other programs like i had no idea it was like this big of a culture like it is huge you watch some of these live shows and like they have an audience man like it is it is big <laughs> complete with all these different characters which i didn't really talk about but like that's that's the gist of it like all these dudes dressed up in kaiju suits fighting each other in a wrestling ring you know there's all this lore there's all this backstory to all these characters oh that's cool it's just insane. Like I watched a little bit of it and it, I mean, I can see the appeal. It's not really for me. The kaiju part is cool to me. Uh, wrestling. I've never been a huge fan. Are they wrestling or are they like doing what they used to do in like Power Rangers where they're just kind of knocking into each other? It is straight up like, oh man, what's his name? Put the other guy in the chokehold and now he's oh, on the okay. ground. <laughs> I mean, it is straight up like play it's by like play. W- okay. Play by play and color commentary. Like a- official. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> Would you prefer if it was more just like two guys just running at each other and like not really having a script? Yeah, and then you cut away to like scientists freaking out and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, yeah, that, that portion's not really my thing. I, I can appreciate it though. It, I think it's hilarious, and the fact that these toys exist are awesome. It actually started as a Kickstarter uh, a couple of years ago, and they put out Series One, and then just recently I think Series Two dropped. So. And they raised like over twenty thousand, like for this. So wow, I mean, good for them, man. Like that's that's awesome that they were able to procure those funds and get this get this off the ground. Do you did you watch wrestling at all back in the day? Um, no, definitely <laughs> definitely far from my kind of thing. I think the closest thing I I watched to wrestling were the Slim Jim commercials. <laughs> Which ones were those? It's it's the commercial with Randy Savage saying, Stop, let's do a Slim Jim. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Macho Man Randy Savage? I got you. Macho Man Randy Savage. All right. I don't I don't remember that one. I remember, like, the main Slim Jim tagline, like, Snap to Slim Jim. But they weren't all wrestling related, were they? Regardless, that's the closest I got to watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did. There was one wrestler that I did like. His name was the Shockmaster. He's going to shock the world. <laughs> yeah, all right, I showed you that. I was pretty sure I did. Um, for anybody who doesn't know Shockmaster, look it up on YouTube. What this did remind me of, immediately when I started watching it, I was like, oh, dude, this, remi- this totally reminds me of that Beastie Boys intergalactic song, the music video. Did, did you ever see that? Where it's like a shot at the bottom and they're just kind of walking at the camera. No. 
<laughs> no, which one's that one? I mean, that's like all of them, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, then I no. Mean, <laughs> no, this is the one with, uh, it's like giant kaiju in it. Okay, like okay. A robot, a robot fighting a squid. You even see, that doesn't ring any bells for you? No, not at all. No. Okay. Oh, dude. Oh, my gosh. I remember that came out very late 90s. And I remember my sister used to watch the MTV Top 20 music video countdowns. Oh, yeah. And I would just sort of like sit in with her occasionally. And I remember that would come on and I'd be like, oh, my God, that is so amazing. Because <laughs> I was like super into Power Rangers. I was like, oh, my gosh. So this is like this is like Power Rangers for adults. Like, basically, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, this is what adults are doing. But it's like it was a music video. So back in the day, there was no Internet for you to just have a music video on demand at your fingertips. It was like you got to watch MTV or some other channel that had music, like VH1, that would play music videos. So this would just randomly come on. And I remember just, like, always flicking MTV on. And I I know my mom didn't really like me doing that, but I'd, I'd turn it on and be like, come on, where's that Beastie Boys? <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Where's that robot fighting the giant squid? For all you younger guys uh, that aren't familiar with this, go check it out. Like, if you like Giant Kaiju, check out that video. That's a good song, right? It's a, oh my god, dude. That that is a banger. I remember like trying to actually remember bars of, of that to like try and impress people. <laughs> it was so good, dude. Just be blasted out of my car. You gotta start this segment with that song. You better. I could just drop a bar right here. You know? Just drop a bar right here. Jazz and A Walt, that's our team. Step inside the party, disrupt the whole scene. When it comes to beats, well, I'm a fiend. I like my sugar and coffee and cream. Wow, dude. I felt like I was there. I read probably five articles about this because I was like, what is the what is the news? What is the actual news here? Because people are like, Mr. Potato Head's gone. It's just Potato Head. And then I'm reading into it. And it's like, no, Mr. Potato Head's still here. Mrs. Potato, Potato Head's still here. Do you, do you have a good handle on what's going on with this? I think I might know, but you might know better. Yeah, it's just they're really pushing the whole gender neutral thing with uh, taking away the Mr. and Mrs. See, that's what I thought, too. But then I was reading into it. It just sounds like they're rebranding the top line potatoes. Like, it's no longer right. the, the Mr. Potato Head brand. It's just Potato Head. And Mr. Potato Head is a product under the Potato Head brand. That makes sense to me. They got more than Mr. Potato Head in the brand. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know that up until this second, but absolutely. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what part. That they have more Potato Heads? That you do that, right? I got I guess. I mean, I knew the Potato Head kids like way back when. I didn't think they were still around. Oh, dude, they got Potato Heads galore. They got like an M&M's Potato Head. You know all that. Oh, yeah, but I thought that was just different iterations of Mr. Potato Head, like what he was feeling that day. I think it's Mr. Potato Head is the product line, and then there's Mr. Potato Head. And so before it was like Mr. Potato Head, Mr. Potato Head, if that makes sense. And now it's Potato Head, Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and no one can see my hand movements or, you know, you got to visualize it, <laughs> what I'm talking about. There's a hierarchy <laughs> to the potato heads now. It makes sense to me, man. It's just, now they can branch out and do wild, wacky potato heads or, you know, they can do whatever they want. It's no longer, you know, no longer, longer limited to Mr. and Mrs., which they weren't before anyway. So I don't, it's not news to me until you, you throw on like, oh, like, you know, all the, the gender discussion is really hot right now. So like, Let's put it out there and, and like have it have a really flashy headline to get people really riled up. Like yeah. that that's what this struck me as is like they they could have done this thirty years ago, you know, like right. when they had the when they brought out Mrs. Potato, because suddenly it's like Mr. Potato and Mrs. Potato. That doesn't make any sense. I just want to put it out there, put it on the uh the airwaves here that that's the toy toy talk guy stance. Doesn't I mean, seem like much news. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to comment on that little spud. I like that. Oh, little, dude, yeah, I like that little spud. I like that little spud. He's pretty good. He's got the little pacifier in his mouth. That's a little little uh, slice of butter there with, and, he's, and it's just sitting in a bed of sour cream. With <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize what that was. Yeah, dude, I that's looking that, good, dude. That's so good. That's some good detail. What I don't like, if I could be frank, I don't like their pants. 
Oh yeah. Um, they they kind they kind of just look like they're sitting in like a bowl or a diaper or something. And I I, I really miss the days of yore when it was just like a bed of sneakers that you rested the potato <laughs> on. I was trying to remember what it was. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I was like, what was it before? Yeah, yeah, the bed of sneakers, man. Yeah. Well, I think Mr. Potato Head still comes with the bed of sneakers. I wonder if he's. I wonder if he's still got that axe wound on his bottom though. Oh, that old axe wound. Yeah, yeah that you I slot think, the, the the sneakers into, and you can move them wherever you want. I don't think it works that way anymore. No, it doesn't. Oh, dude, I do like this little spud. I'm watching the <laughs> gif. I'm watching the gif of the spud. That thing's great. I'm about to get the spud. That's going on uh, Oliver's uh, birthday list for sure. Okay. All right, Potato Head. Yeah, you got me looking at the article, and now I want the spud. I don't know. Maybe they did plan it. They wanted it to be sensational like this. Also, I never understood why they included three different holes on each side of him. You know, you got the ear holes, and then you got the arm holes. Where, what else? Why does he need a third set of holes? Oh, wasn't that was for if you wanted him to wear the glasses? Is that what it was for? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that, well, you know what? It could, it could be different nowadays, but I remember the glasses just sort of like conformed to his eyeballs. And then you tucked them behind his ears. Oh, yeah. And I thought the tucking action required the ears in the lower position. I could be dead wrong about that, though. I just remember playing with him. And I'd, I, I remember, like, setting him up perfectly. And then I'd take, like, his nose and eyes off. And I'd switch him around. And I'd be like, that doesn't look right. And then I'd put him <laughs> back. <laughs> I, just, I, don't remember, I don't remember doing anything crazy with him. Maybe you wanted him to feel a little taller. You know, you put his arms up a little higher. Oh, okay. Like he's walking tall that day. Like he's, you know, he's just a taller spud. He's a taller potato. Okay. I buy well, that. T- little spud only has two. So maybe you should go with little spud. True. There's Potato Head, man. We have to talk about him every 20 years. Here he is again. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Strick, dim the lights. (laughs) We're talking about NECA, some NECA horror, and we're we're Mm. talking and we're talking about not not just NECA, your your standard slasher sci-fi horror. Yeah, I can appreciate this this horror. This is the OG horror stuff, man. We're we're talking Mm -hmm. about Frankenstein's monster. Most people know him as Frankenstein, even though that's not correct. It's Frankenstein's monster, NECA. They are coming out with an ultimate figure for Frankenstein's monster. Looking pretty good. Dude, he is looking good. I'm, I'm excited uh, about this. Frankenstein wasn't my favorite universal monster. Uh, no? No. I, I definitely preferred others. He's great. I love him. Um, this is exciting to me because of the possibility and almost certainty of more to come. I know NECA is going to be all over this license going to be really fleshing out this line. I hope I hope they are. And I, I will expect them to do different paint variations of each figure, but but the, the main thing I wanted to highlight here is this ultimate figure of, Frank, of Frankenstein's monster is black and white. That is so cool to me. It like, looks really good. Like I'm not I'm not joking around. Like that thing looks pretty tight. Of all yeah. the NECA figures, this one's probably my favorite. Yeah, man. I'm I'm really feeling it. Um and I just I think I made that clear with uh whatchamacallit, your your Lego brickheads when they came out with the Frankenstein monster. Yeah, I really man. like that it's like black and white scale. Like like traditionally, like that's how it's supposed to look. So I'm I'm really glad they kept with that. Yeah, so it's an ultimate figure. So you're gonna get all the posability, all the detail. I mean it looks exactly like Boris Karloff. Um and you get three different heads and yeah. three different sets of hands some chains to lock him up in and then you get those little little fl- flowers <laughs> daisies whatever you want to call them and i know you didn't see did you see you saw the movie or no uh, i okay. i've never <laughs> i've never seen it but I'm, I, I'm, I know i know what you're gonna get <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> you could yeah but um yeah so he comes with i guess what you would want him to come with uh there's enough there to make him look good in the way you want him to look uh i will say before we talk about what we're going to talk about I, I really do hope NECA at some point does something where they offer some sort of backdrop in some way, like some sort of castle backdrop or, or something like that to put these figures in front of, just because the grayscaling is so cool. 
that I feel like it's going to be lost if you just put it up with all your other NECA figures. Like, it doesn't mm. pop, you know? It's something yeah. that can be appreciated, but it's not going to pop. Like, if you're going to just stand them next to all your ultimates. So I really hope that they come out with, like, some sort of backdrop uh, for you to stand him and as well as the other Universal monsters are going to come out. I think they teased that the mummy was coming out as well. I haven't seen any pictures of that, though, but uh, I believe that is slated to be coming out as well. Yeah, 7-inch Ultimate figure coming out. The release date is late June, early July 2021. believe you can put your pre-orders in now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, get after it. I want to say <laughs> one of my fond memories of our college years, Strick, wasn't exactly watching uh, Frankenstein together, but <laughs> I was... Uh, I did major in television and film in college, and I was tasked with uh, taking some footage from the original uh, 1931 movie and using that footage and making any kind of a trailer for any kind of a movie that you wanted. Just be as creative as possible. And we, Strick actually was there helping me out because it was such a fun project. Uh, and we, we went with... Uh, a movie titled The Quite Frankly Stein. Hilarious play on words. We were the, Oh, we genius. Were, we thought we were so smart. <laughs> genius. And then we, you know, the, we made the commercial. I don't I don't think we could breathe while we were making the commercial. We thought <laughs> no. it was so funny. It's probably so bad if you watch it back. Oh it's my gosh. so bad. And then we played it in class and it's like crickets and I'm sitting there oh, yeah. like busting. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. No one, no one quite uh, thought it was as funny as we did. Oh my god, we were peeing our pants <laughs> making that thing. I remember. But um, yeah, as I said, uh, it. I just, I just jogged my memory saying 1931. This is actually the whole reason they're doing Frankenstein here is because it's the 90th anniversary. Wow, Nin- dude. 90th. That's crazy, man. So what a way to ring in 90 years because this is a really impressive figure. Um, hopefully. Hopefully it lives up to our our, our standards and praise here, because I'm I'm pretty excited to to see it and see see some reviews on it. We're gonna be talking some Lego ideas here, man. And when I say some, I mean there's a whole list here to get through. Um, the one the one thing to really mention here is that Starry Night, the Vincent Van Gogh uh, painting, has been made into a Lego Ideas. Um, submission and that submission has gone through and now it will become a product that thing looks like i've never seen lego before so that's really cool definitely recommend checking it out the vincent van gogh figure is tight so definitely want him <laughs> he is just looking good and very vincent van gogh um that but i did want to mention here at motel like just scroll through this list these are all the ones they have not yet released uh to the yeah. publics they got some work to do man oh i know dude a lot of these are looking pretty good yeah, I I know I probably can guess the one that's jumping out at you, but go ahead. I, I'm gonna guess uh, Home Alone. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, that looks so good. <laughs> I hope it looks something like that. Like that just seems way too big. I know that's what I was gonna ask you. Like they they couldn't possibly be like the front of the house, right? Because that's like I mean, action takes place in the front of the house, but it's gotta like be inside the house somewhere, right? They'll probably skinny it down like they did for Sesame Street in some way, and yeah, unfortunately, but um. I mean, they got to make it sell. Cause like uh, the but whole, that thing the, looks good. The whole ha- the whole action takes place in the house, though. That's the thing. Like it's not Sesame Street. Like the I mean, stuff mm. happens in the street here, but I mean, it's the whole action takes place all throughout the house. So I'm I'm curious what what they would do with that. I I can't imagine they would just release like the interior of the structure without it, doing anything to the other side. They might do like maybe just the middle part of this, you know, and like just kind of cheat cheat the uh the wings of the house there and then do something a little smaller a little flatter see i was thinking it'd be like one of those just double folds so like like maybe like the east end of the house and then the south end of the house like the south front of the house like and Mm. that's gonna be it then you can turn it around one of those like doesn't know what it wants to be kind of sets Got it. I hope they don't do that because that sounds kind of <laughs> lame. <laughs> I'm just and, wondering, uh, like, you know, I'm just thinking like how you, how can you incorporate everything because you want to be in the house with all the tricks. I, I mean, they're not too scared of doing these sets big. And I, I think Sesame Street s- struck a good balance of like the street and some interior detail. So, okay. I mean, 
to your point, like it's probably going to be less about the exterior and more about the interior for this set. But I, I think they'll. It's probably. It's definitely going to be over a hundred dollars set. So hopefully they can do something cool. These sets, man. It's it's all about like making up for lost time. Like what Lego didn't take advantage of back in the day. Like we're just we're oh, catching yeah. up on it now. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, this it's is. just like oh, we missed Sonic. All right, here comes Sonic. All right, we missed Guitar or Seinfeld. Here you go. It's coming. Winnie the Pooh. You got it. It's on this way. A long list of sets they got to do. I'm not jumping for joy for a lot of them. Honestly, I, I like the figures that we might get in Home Alone and Winnie the Pooh and stuff like that. But like, I don't want to. I don't want a, a, a brick built guitar. That's not for me. But you said that you thought the Vincent Van Gogh figure looks really good. I like him. I mean, yeah, Vin- Vincent Van Gogh could walk through that door right now, and I wouldn't know who he was. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, went to obviously the, uh... I know his name, but you know. <laughs> You, I only know that could have been a minifigure of anybody. <laughs> that yeah, I guess I, I only I'd only know because I went to the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam um and learned a lot about him. <laughs> so, oh, there you and go. And he's pretty cool. Like I like of the painters that I know about, which are like maybe two or three. He's my favorite. Did you already mention if you are actually going to buy that Starry Night set? No. Um, it's cool. I'm probably not going to buy it unless somebody I know wants that this actual Starry Night part of it. Like I don't want that. So it's very interesting and, and neat and probably a cool building experience. I, I don't actually, I'm selling myself on it. So maybe I would buy it. I don't know. It's got to be pretty cheap though. I'm not spending. You love the figs, man. You're just, you live oh, yeah. that fig life. <laughs> I mean, I've decided I'm like primarily a fig collector at this point. Like, and I will get some sets that interest me, but I just don't have time or space to store a lot of sets. So I got to be very selective. We're on the same page, man. That's exactly how I'm focused on my collection currently. So yeah. I'm glad to hear you say that. That's cool. You got to make it work. Clever girl. All right, Strick. So we just finished our tour of the new Jurassic Park, and we're 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 sitting around. And the lights are out, man. The power's off. Getting spooky. We're trying to get it back on. We're trying to get back on. Samuel Jackson's taken way too long. So I'm actually going to go myself, but I'm way too much of a flabby man child. I, I can't take care of myself. So I need Robert Muldoon to come with me. <laughs> I thought you were painting yourself as Muldoon. I was like, all right. <laughs> you get one of the coolest characters, no. all right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking about. Jurassic Park, as I already mentioned. The OG. Um, specifically, we are talking about uh, this beautiful uh, statue that Iron Studios is coming out with. This statue that I believe they're calling Clever Girl that captures mm. the moment where Robert Muldoon has his brush with death and uh, ultimately sees his demise uh, by the raptor who catches him off guard. Never confirmed, though. He could still be on the island. Uh, no, it was confirmed in the sequel that his... Oh, fat- was it? Yes, his... Yeah, he was mentioned as a fatality. Yeah, but did anybody confirm it? Three were dead off the island, yes. They, they, they confirmed it. Yeah, yeah, but like sometimes they say that when they're just like missing. They're just assumed dead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no one saw that dude die, is what I'm saying. Did they find the body? We don't know. Okay. It's open for interpretation. The next movie's coming out. I'm just saying, like, if they haven't finished it yet, like, that's a cool twist. That he's still alive. We're editorializing, but yes, okay, There's, I guess there's some fan theory that might support that. <laughs> I think it's out there. Just okay. saying. All right, I don't want to take away from this, though. Keep no, going. No, I mean, it's just, I, I saw this. This is something different. We don't really talk about, like, statues. And this is what this is. It's an art, it's an art scale, one-tenth scale statue. Like, it, we don't talk about this stuff. It's, it's, it's something that, like, I see it, and I sort of, like, breeze by it, because... You know, I'm not a statue collector. I don't own a single statue. I like I like to buy toys that were meant to be toys at one point, and now I like to collect those toys, you know, for display, and they serve their purpose as toys, and now they're collector's items. I like that. Statues, it's just like, to me, I see that, and I'm like, look how much money I spent. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I bought this. And that's not to knock statues. Like, that's just how I feel about it. Like, I can, I can look at that, and I can appreciate the level of detail and the artistry that went into it and all the time. I can appreciate that, because it looks great. It looks amazing. Like, the raptor looks super, super real. I'm not so sure about, like, the late Bob Peck on here. I mean, the raptor's the, the steals the show here. I was just going to say, I'm with you on statues. I don't, 
they're they're not for me even like lego sets that are more expensive just big and detailed i'm just like nah like not for me yeah yeah i mean i saw this and i'm just like you know i i love to talk jurassic park it's it's one of my all-time favorite movies i've seen it so many times i think if you turn the tv on at any point in out of like once every two days it's definitely on you know like oh yeah it's always on so it's something that's near and dear to my heart i know you've seen it a whole bunch of times this particular statue though caught my eye because i mean it's definitely one of uh my favorite moments out of probably the whole series. And for those who don't know, you know, obviously we're going to be talking spoilers here because I don't think you can get around it, especially with, you know, the subject matter at hand, what we're looking at. Um, but yeah, it's where Robert Muldoon see, sees his fate, allegedly. Allegedly, um, man. We don't know. <laughs> just saying. It's just, it's one of those uh, big moments right before, like, the final climax of the movie uh, where the rest of the main characters are sort of all panicked and running for their lives. Uh, you had a character like Robert Muldoon, who was the game warden of the whole facility, and he basically is like this pensive, uh, skeptical character, like an alarmist, like throughout the entire movie, um, who's just, he, he knows what these uh, velociraptors are capable of, and he basically just questions their existence, uh, but at the same time, like, he can respect, he respects their existence, I guess, in a way. It's, 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 a, it's a weird relationship. He's this uh, macho-type a stoic guy that is very selfless and um i don't i don't know like i why do i why do i get the vibe that he was a jerk throughout all the films but now when you're explaining his character i'm like maybe yeah maybe he wasn't a jerk i don't know why i thought he was he like i said man like he he was just very uh concerned very uh no nonsense kind of guy uh when it came to this where you know the park was sort of getting marketed as this fun and games place he was all business all the time, always keeping the matter at hand at arm's length. Maybe, maybe that's what I'm thinking. It's just like, as a kid, I'm just like, dude, get this guy out of here. Like, I just, I want to see the dinos. Like, this is great. And he's just like bringing it down with all his like negativity. I think that's probably what I'm thinking about. Because he's like being real, you know, he's like, I'm the adult in the room. And I'm just like, get out of here. Like, let the dinos loose. <laughs> start, have people start getting chopped up and eaten. That's a fun perspective. Um, yeah, no, I mean, as a kid, he was definitely my favorite character because I was like, "How? Oh. How so? I was like, How oh, was he he's, he's so cool! Like he just knows what he's doing. Like <laughs> he's the he's, adult. He's so knowledgeable. Like oh, I wouldn't, no. I wouldn't want to mess with him. Like he's so knowledgeable. What about Alan? Alan knows like as much as him, right? Don't they like stroke each other's egos the whole time? Yeah, but Alan digs up bones. He's boring. Like, yeah, I suppose so. This dude is straight up in the thick of it. And like some one of his workers like dies right in his arms right in the beginning. So this guy is like off the off the bat, like he is he's aware of the damage that these dinosaurs can do. So he's just a cool character, man. Like I, I'm <laughs> glad he's represented here um, because like this moment is, is, is very it, it's very much different from all the other deaths that happen at the park. Like, you know, you could you could kind of walk through some of them like. You have the the lawyer who's like it's all dollars and cents. Like he wants to exploit the park, and yeah. like and he gets he dies in a humiliating way off the toilet. And it's like that character kind of deserved that. And then you have Nedry who's like stealing the embryos, trying to profit, and then he dies. And it's like you don't really feel anything. And then this dude who is just like putting himself out there, trying to save the grandkids, letting Ellie go, and he's gonna watch her back. He sacrifices himself. And, you know, he doesn't deserve to die, but there I thought he, he is. just got like a big head about it. And he was just like, I got this. Like, no. I, kn I know these animals. And, and then he just got tricked. No, he didn't deserve that. But that's the whole that's that's the tone at that point. It's like it doesn't matter if he deserved to die or not. This these this is a force that he's dealing with and they, they don't decide. It's just like he's there. He's in the way of the force and he got it. So it's like. It, it it was really dark, like when he died, like at that point in the movie, like it was already, it was scary in the movie, but it, it at that point tonally it was dark. You picked that all up as a kid, like I was just like, oh, another non-character just died. Not, <laughs> like as, that not, was... not as a kid, but like <laughs> okay. as you watched it a million times in your life, like that's the kind of stuff that you start picking up on, and that's yeah, you know, that's what made me like the character uh, more and more. So it's a cool moment that they're capturing here. Uh, we haven't really talked about the actual statue too much um i'm shocked that i i've looked at these photos 
back and forth, and I can't find his his shotgun in here. I don't. Oh, yeah. I can't see it. I, I like. I'm. I'm like. It's got to be on the ground. Like, where's his shotgun? Like, it, that that shotgun is like almost a character in this scene. You know. Yeah. It gets so much screen time, and it. So it's like it's not accurate at this point because like, right. Yeah. Right at the very end, like in the the seconds before his death, he's obviously holding the the, the shotgun, and he's trying to pivot. Right, right before he sees, like, right when he sees the dinosaur, and he's like, he, you know, he respects the dinosaur. He's like, oh my gosh, clever girl. And then he tries to pivot, and he can just barely get the barrel in front of the rafter and before he gets mauled. So that's, that's really unfortunate that they're not including that. At $260, you can't include the shotgun in this. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a big miss, man. I don't know how they did that. Yeah, I don't want to rip it apart because I appreciate it, but like, dang, like that's that's a pretty important uh, piece that you're missing here. Regardless, um, I, I think it's cool that they're highlighting this scene because it's probably my all-time favorite scene in every single Jurassic Park movie. Like, it's it's awesome. I could watch it over and over and over again. I learned something new about you today that you love this scene. <laughs> you're telling me you don't like this scene? No, it's such a throwaway scene for me. Oh, I mean, I, I haven't watched Jurassic Park as much as you have, so I don't have appreciation for it like you do. I like it. Um, no, this, this is not the scene I'll pick out. I'd... Yeah, let me put you on the spot. What's, what, what pops when you think Jurassic Park? What scene pops? Uh, I really love the sequence where like they're getting chased by the T-Rex in the Jeep. Oh, the one where Muldoon's driving it? See, I didn't even remember that he was driving the car. Like... <laughs> It could have been anybody. You know oh, what I'm saying? God. Like he fades to the background for me so hard. No, like, dude, he is the best character. You got to rewatch. I believe you. I believe you, man, because you're always good at picking that stuff out. I'm just saying, like me and probably all the other people that saw the movie once or twice, like they don't remember Muldoon. Okay. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, I don't think a lot of people remember Muldoon. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Just give it the old rewatch. All right, man, speaking of characters that are getting their fair due here, man, or I don't know, I guess the character, yeah, I feel bad for the character. Have you been following this at all, Gina Carano and, and Cara Dune's character? Honestly, again, didn't do enough research into like what exactly was said. It seems like it was bad stuff. And, uh, and now she's losing, uh, I guess, her contract with Disney. And Cara Dune, more, import- like, more importantly, the char- character Cara Dune's kind of done on the show, which right. I, th- I think sucks. Um, uh, that that part, I, I like. What else are they gonna do? Recast, and that's gonna be kind of weird. Maybe they could do that, but I just thought it was a good character, and it's just a shame. So as so, not getting away from any of the salacious stuff that happened. What does this do for the franchise in your eyes? Yeah, I mean, I I was putting this on specifically to talk about investing, but for the franchise, like the the Mandalorian franchise, um, I know there's just people fired up about it, um, on either side for sure. That's all I've been hearing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I like that. That I don't even care too much about. What I care about is like they're pulling all the toys from the shelves, yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. dude, t- now is the time to get in and get her character, get the Cara Dune stuff because it's it's not going to be made again, like yep. if ever for a really long time. Um, and it's unfortunate again because I like the character. Um, so I I did a little uh, leak on uh, collection updates. I bought myself the one uh set that she's in. Um, oh. in Lego. So the one minifig that will ever be made of this character, most likely, um, I had to buy that. Did you find that online? I did get it on Amazon. I think it's sold out now um, because it was uh, discounted at Amazon. And it, like, it was like, up. Oh, this news came out, like Hasbro's pulling toys. And then it was like, Lego uh, is going to discount the set. I'm like, it's gone. You know, they're, they're just trying to liquidate it. So I got one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, similar to obviously Hasbro. Uh, I know allegedly um i don't think this is confirmed yet it could have been uh, in the past couple days or hours but from what i understand uh she was up for pre-order in the retro collection uh, mm. and she is still i believe up for pre-order in the retro collection but i've been hearing i don't know if it's hearsay i don't know what's confirmed what's not but apparently hasbro at the very last second is going to pull the figure once those orders are like placed and shipped out. So, and I think they're doing that because from what I understand and what people are speculating is they don't want people to pull out of pre-orders 
Wait, sorry. Could you explain that? They're canceling. They're not canceling pre-orders, and they're like letting fans cancel the pre-orders. Is that what? Is that the line they're towing? Right. So I don't know how many figures are actually in the lineup, but like you could pre-order the whole lineup, and she's included in the lineup. Mm, gotcha. Okay. So, so when you when you pre-order all the figures, she's included currently, from what I believe. Oh my uh, god, that's gonna and, make that figure so expensive. Well, then they're like I said, they're, they're Hasbro's gonna pull it. They're not gonna send them out. They're going to pull it out of the pre-orders. So, like, no one's going to get one, is what you're exactly. saying. Exactly. They, they've already oh, placed oh, oh, the pre-orders. Okay. They're going to ship the pre-orders out, but they're going to keep that figure out and, I guess, reimburse you. But, like, only tell you until... You, when, once you have the figures, mm. they're going to tell people that, you know? Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all speculation. crappy, man. It's all speculation. I, mm. I haven't heard anything to confirm that, so... Hopefully they don't do that. I mean, like, I feel bad for the character, you know? It's like, people still like the character. That's it's, that. That's the only thing I feel bad about at this point because everything else is it's like grown up talk. I'm not. I'm not putting my opinion anywhere. Like I feel bad for the franchise. Like yeah, and, and the character. Like that's that's all that's suffering. I hear you. Yeah. Well, let's keep. We are. Yeah. Keep us out of it. I don't want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Take take me. Take my opinion. Yeah. There's and just throw, so throw it in the garbage. There's so much negativity with it now. Um. And there's so much like everybody wants like Disney plus canceled and all that. And like, wow, this is really unfortunate. Like I just, I really wish this could just be here and we could all enjoy it. You know, like that's what star Wars is meant to be. It's meant to be enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> so it sucks that this stuff is going on. And the only reason I put this on here is I wanted to mention to get those toys for investment purposes. Cause they're going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have, I'm sure she's in the black, uh, series, uh, I can only imagine that's sold out. I haven't really looked into that. That's just not a line I look at. But I imagine anything that she's already been put out in, that's you probably can't even get your hands on it at this point. So good, good yeah. luck if you're looking for it. This one's just for fans. All right, Strick. So we have come to, yet again, one of our favorite spots on the cast it's our fan involvement and this week we are so blessed that we have people tuning in like we we are just so grateful and thankful that our numbers are showing that you know you guys are coming you guys are listening to the full cast it's unbelievable um so thank you so much for for coming and uh checking us out and we got to give credit here we, we got some reviews uh some five-star reviews uh given to us uh, one from uh, Vintage Classic Retro. They're on Instagram. Check them out. They they left us a glowing five star review. Totally appreciate it. it. It really means the world to us. So make sure you guys check them out. Vintage Classic Retro. They post a lot of good stuff on Instagram. Vintage Classic Retro VCR. Check them out. And then we also had Galaxy Nine Two Eight give us five stars. Mm. Yeah, they said they gave us a glowing review. It's just like there's no words to describe it. It it really helps us out uh, so much for other people to read those reviews and give us a chance, and then just us personally to know that like we're putting work into to making this uh, for you guys. So it's it's just nice to receive some feedback. And I will uh, I feel I feel like I, I sound like a broken record, but I gotta say like we will shout you out if you leave a five star written review on Apple Podcast. So just like Vintage Classic Retro, VCR, and Galaxy 928, they both left five stars. We're shouting them out. You can also get another shout out in a previous or in a in a future installment. Five star review on Apple Podcast. And you gotta write something. You can write the show sucks. Please stop. write the show sucks. That's what I want people to say. The show sucks. Uh, I hate stop you guys. recording. Cease immediately. <laughs> five stars. Here's five stars. You <laughs> Please. Can, you can write whatever you want. Um I'm not going to read everything that these guys wrote, but it's, it's all nice words. So we really, really, really appreciate it. I, I at least want to say that uh, Galaxy928 said we were his in his top six out of uh, the dozens of podcasts that he listens to. And that's just like, that's a very real comment. Like, I wouldn't expect to be that person's favorite, you know, <laughs> but like it's top six. That's like, that's solid, man. Like, well, that sounds good. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was very tongue in cheek, though, because he says I'm subscribed to half a dozen podcasts. So. <laughs> top six. <laughs> oh, see, I'm an idiot. I didn't even get the joke. Uh, that's I, even better, man. Even more course, clever. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Oh, that's good. That's great. All right, that's basically like you guys suck. That's great. All right, thanks, Galaxy Thank 928. You. Thank you so much, both of you. Uh, really means the world. All right, man. Collection updates. What do you got for us? Collection updates. <laughs>
I got those runs, those sweet runs. The sweetest of runs. <laughs> that sounds gross. All right. All right. So like we were talking about earlier, uh, gave you some props on knowing how you want to sort of mold and shift your collection. Um, I am super that same way right now. Like I am so into uh, taking parts out of my collection, shifting things, and just focusing on a couple of lines. And I know I feel like I've said this, but like I, I'm actually like really seriously taking action on it and moving some stuff around and selling a lot of stuff um, mm. and then buying a lot of stuff too. Uh, but really uh, what I wanted to uh, talk about here is I've been picking up some Power Rangers DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Power Rangers DVDs, man. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. I might have some for you. What'd you get? No. You... I'm trying to get rid of some. No, you don't want to get rid of some. Uh, Why don't I want to get rid of some? Well, all right, well, tell me what you got first, and then I'll then we can talk about this. I'm not gonna run through all the Power Rangers DVDs that I bought, uh, <laughs> but I will I will mention that it's been kind of a panic uh, in the fandom these past couple of months. Oh yeah, uh, because they actually removed basically all Power Ranger seasons from Netflix. Oh, so I should hang on to mine. Yeah, they only kept uh, the first season of Mighty Morphin, and then they also kept the last couple of seasons that they put out like uh, beast morphers. And I believe they kept one of super, super ninja steel. I think they kept on there. So everything in between, like, you know, that's 25 some seasons that they just nixed. They got rid of them. It's not on Netflix. You can't watch them on Netflix. They're not streaming. So they basically like took a hamburger, kicked the meat out and we got, we're left with a, a pair of buns. <laughs> you call the first season a, a bun. Well, it's the top part of the bun, the, the, you know. Oh, I see what you're the, saying. I see, I see what you're saying. Okay. The, the shiny, the presentation part of the bun is what I'm Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. But yeah, that's, that's a really big deal. So the, fa- so the fandom's kind of in a panic right now, uh, because like, you know, Hasbro took over and they're kind of at this point, they're sort of just taking care of what, uh, Saban was already contractually obligated to do. So they're finishing out their seasons and I believe Dino Fury, which is the new season that just started last week, I believe that, in theory, speculation is is possibly, like, the last TV season of Power Rangers. Like, live-action Power Rangers. Oh. This is all, like, speculation. This is all conjecture. Like, it's it's totally, like... I don't think anything has been officially released from Hasbro at this point. But basically, they want to... From what, from what we understand, they don't want to adapt super sentai footage anymore they, they don't want to have to deal with that um they they want to take whatever uh they're going to do with power rangers and put it into like a movie universe kind of deal oh like, wow and that's all i can say for sure they want to make they're making a movie there's a movie in the works like that's really like what i can confirm but like what people are thinking is like okay well dino fury like that's the last like traditional form of power rangers as we know it now and that's talk but that's kind of what it that's kind of what it looks like especially with like you know uh all these seasons coming off of netflix so it's, it's all about how hasbro wants to uh market power rangers in the future i i guess like they want to invite uh new kids to power rangers uh new audiences they want to attract more people so i don't know what they're going to do with the movie i i my guess is they would bring it back to like mighty morphin because that's obviously what sells mm-hmm. um but i can see somebody like i mean take for example yourself um i've tried to like get you interested in power rangers a little bit yep but i mean it, it's just one of those things where it's like i don't know how you were feeling about certain episodes that i showed you i think i was trying to like get you into like dino charge because i was really feeling that season um but it's intimidating, I guess, for uh, for for some people because there is just years and years and years of seasons, and and they're all like different seasons that kind of connect in some ways. So like, there's a whole just backlog of stuff that you didn't really like pay attention to or missed or feel like you need to watch it before you watch other stuff, or you're just flat out not interested in it, which is fine. But like. I feel like that's there and that I feel like that's kind of what Hasbro wants to kind of clean up in a way. So they kind of just want to be like, all right, you don't need to worry about all of this. This is, this is kind of what we're, we're building. And this is what you're going to want to worry about from here on out. That's, that's just my take. Um, I feel like Hasbro is kind of, 
just cleaning stuff up. So you know how the Lightning Collection's out, and we're getting a whole bunch of obscure stuff, like insane characters that I never thought we'd get, uh, like monsters and villains. And I feel like they're gonna they're gonna make a deep run with Lightning stuff. Like there's gonna be a lot to collect, and it's coming it's coming out fast. Um, and I think like that's there to appease fans of old. And I think at some point, like there's a, there's a finite amount of characters like that you can do. So I feel like at that point, not anywhere in the near future, but that, that's, that might stop. And then it's just going to be like, okay, here on out power Rangers, as you know it, this is power Rangers going on. Like this is the movie universe power Rangers. Like this is, this is what Power Rangers is now. You can like it or leave it. That's that's kind of how I feel is what what's going on. And, that, and that's all speculation. I can't confirm any of that. That's just how I feel is is what Hasbro's thinking. Because uh, that, that's like the best way for them to market Power Rangers going forward. A lot of people are all panicked. Like, oh no, it's going away. It's, 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 it's dying. Like, no, that's not it. That's not why Hasbro paid a fortune <laughs> to have Power Rangers. Like, they're going to do their own thing with it. Um, but in the meantime, let me get back to collection updates. Like that's why people are kind of scrambling right now and picking up uh, physical media because you can't get it anywhere otherwise. I mean, you could probably find it online somewhere, but you're gonna have to pay for it, or it's not be- it's not it's not perfect quality, or not all the episodes are there, or what have you. Um, so a lot of people are like picking up these DVDs, and some of them you can't find anymore. Some of them are going for ridiculous amounts of oh, money. Oh man, because <laughs> uh, because they've been out of print. Um, like Super Samurai and Samurai, like those seasons, that they're they're above like a hundred dollars, like two hundred dollars. Wow, um, it's it's crazy, and and that's a terrible season. I hated that season. <laughs> so it's it's just it's it's something where it's it's crazy to see it now. Um, so yeah, I did pick up a whole bunch of Power Ranger DVDs. Like as soon as the news dropped, like back in January, that it was going away in February, I was like, all right, I got some holes in my collection. I'm gonna plug the holes because I want this stuff. Um, I've watched every season of Power Rangers and some I haven't seen in a while. So I'm like, you know, it'd be fun to rewatch them. I want them just in case whatever happens happens. And then I still have them that I can like share with my uh, son who hasn't been born yet, but he's on his way in a couple of days. I would love to share those with him at some point. So I just want to make sure that I have that stuff to share with him because who knows where it's going. It's going to go to a streaming service probably. Like, I don't know if Paramount's going to do anything. I, I, I have no idea. Uh, but there's a billion streaming services. I'm sure it's going to land somewhere. But in but in the meantime, in the interim, there's no home for this stuff. It's gone. It's in the ether. So, yeah, I just picked up a couple of DVDs. And I actually have every single season of Power Rangers on DVD currently that's available. So. Wow. <laughs> there we go. You and your DVDs, man. <laughs> you joke, man. People are waiting for this stuff to come on Blu-ray, but it's never going to happen. Like, these, these older seasons, it's always just going to be on DVD. So... And, and like and that and like you said, you're making fun of me, but like that that medium, like physical media, like that's dying. So oh yeah, y- yeah. If you can find them now and you like those seasons, get your favorite seasons now. Like get them because I feel like they're not going to be available for long. Like Shout Factory, I believe, is the one releasing all of them. Yeah, they they've they're already out of stock on some of them. You can pick, you can still pick these up on Amazon. That and that goes with like other sub- Saban properties. Like you don't know what they are. Like VR Troopers and Beetleborgs. Like they're cutting nope. prices on them. Like trying to just like clear house. So oh, I wow. really, I really think like that stuff is is going to be extremely hard to get. Um, maybe maybe in the near future. I don't I don't know. So get the get the ones you want on DVD. If you're a fan of the if you're a fan of the series, get what you want on DVD. Uh, now because now's the time to do it. Anyway, that's way too long of a rant. What do you got going on? <laughs> that's important stuff, man. Mine is not nearly as important. How do you feel about Amelia Earhart? Lover. I thought so. Um, keeping in theme, I want this fig, man. I want this fig. And that's the only reason I want this set, man. Gift with purchase in March uh, is an Amelia Earhart set. Some kind of anniversary of Amelia Earhart's happening. I don't really care for Amelia Earhart. I just think the fig is cool. That's hilarious. Um, uh, didn't we, we like just mentioned that on another cast, comparing her to like one of the mini figs that you could get in the blind bags, right? I think that was a, like a little homage, like they knew this was happening. So I, I think, I think that's a little connected. But yeah, we did just talk about it. We made the connection. So that that thing will be purchased in March. I haven't purchased it yet, but uh, I, I need to find a set and get me over the. I think it's a hundred dollar threshold to get her, and that sweet plane that comes with like twenty stickers. That thing's gonna be tight <laughs> to put together and sticker it all up. 
is this something that you buy the set, pluck the minifig out, and then try and sell the plane? Absolutely. I don't know who's going to want that plane, but hopefully somebody does. Like, I wish I had a, like a, a good friend who was just like, I hate the figs and I love the sets because like that person and I would get along very well. Get these figs out of here. <laughs> get these figs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I mentioned the ATST Raider. That's the Cara Dune set. I picked up one of those and that was the first Lego purchase since like, oof, since last year. That's uh, yeah. Wow. I've been slacking, man. Sorry. You, but, had me, you had me thinking of like. I remember in elementary school, like, some people would be like, you know, you get those, like, little Dixie cups filled with ice cream, and it'd be like a swirl. Like, some people would be like, oh, I hate vanilla, and oh, I hate chocolate. Well, oh yeah, let's switch. <laughs> let's eat yeah. the sections that we want, and then switch. That's what I'm saying. I need my Dixie cup friend in Lego form. <laughs> I know somebody's got to be out there. So if you listen to the cast, and you're like, hey, Strick, I live maybe close by, but I don't know. Hopefully you don't know where I live, but... <laughs> I live in the northeast area of the United States, uh, and I just love collecting the sets, and, and I hate the figs. And I have a phobia of the mini figs. Like, I can't, yes. I can't be within a couple of feet of them, so. Just can't stand the way they look, but I love the sets. I just love stickering up my sets. Um, Let, let's be best friends. Let's be best friends. Then write us and uh, leave a review and mention that, and also say we suck in five stars. <laughs> I think that's it, man. Yeah, dude, we... Uh... I think it's safe to say we killed it, right? Killed it? That, that's a good word. Yeah. Sure. We killed it. Killed it. That's going to do it for us today. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things the Toy Talk Guys, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for the Toy Talk Guys. Um, give us a five-star review that we said uh, 20 times on Apple Podcasts. Got to be Apple Podcasts. You got to say something. You got to tell us we suck, or you can say something nice if you'd like to. Uh, and tell a friend about the show. That helps the most, I think. Uh, thanks for listening. Hope to see you guys again next time. Talk.